Alexander Fenter tweeted this morning. I just want to read his tweet. Tweet, tweet. Um, Walking this morning, thinking of God's coming into this cruel world as pure love and mercy in a vulnerable, tender baby. What a mystery. What a mystery. God coming into this cruel world as a pure, as pure love and mercy in a vulnerable and tender baby. I'm going to read from Luke chapter 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born shall be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed. Nothing is impossible to God. Just, just think of those words. Just let them resonate with you in this Christmas time. Nothing is impossible to God. Whatever you are facing, whatever situation you are facing, it's not, impos- God, it's not an impossible situation. It is possible to God. And we have this wonderful story of Jesus becoming, uh, coming as a, as, as a little baby, of God leaving, uh, leaving heaven, of the glory of the, 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 the Trinity, of that wonderful love relationship that they had. And Jesus came as a little baby, as a savior. The first couple of words I just want to emphasize and pick up on this morning is, uh, is, 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 is the word favor. You are highly favored. And then a few verses on it says, you have found favor with God. Some of the translations could say you have, you, you could say you have found favor, you have found grace with God. We must remember that, that Mary was a young teenager. 
just going about her normal life and in a, in a, in a backwater, in the backwater of, uh, of Nazareth. And suddenly an angel appears to her and says, you are favored. Suddenly the grace of God picks her out and says, you are going to give birth to a son. And so right at the start of this thing, it's, the, it's God's favor. Why was Mary chosen? She was just chosen because of the, God's favor, God's grace. She was chosen, as you and I are chosen as well. Not because of anything we've done. At this stage in her life, Mary hadn't done, done much. Mary is just loved by God. She is chosen by God. She is cherished by God. She is loved for herself. And I want you to know that today. That Jesus came as the Savior and died on the cross because He so loved you, for God so loved the world that He gave. He gave, what did He give? He gave His Son, that you and I might have life. And so, go away from this place thinking we are first and foremost loved. The message that uh, was given to Mary about who, who the Savior would be, I'm going to, want to pick out a few things there, five things. The five things Gabriel says about Mary's child. Firstly, his name will be Jesus. In Hebrew, Joshua, which means Savior and Deliverer. Gabriel loves to highlight the grace. Before he tells Mary about his greatness, that he's the Son of God, the first thing he says, this is what he's going to do. He's going to be a Savior. He's going to be a Deliverer. That's what he emphasizes right at the beginning. His name is Jesus. He's going, to be, he's going to use this child to be a savior. So he says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, Mary. Your child will be a savior. He will be Jesus. So the first thing, Jesus. The second thing, he will be great. Jesus is great. Jesus is God. Yes, fully human, fully God that that profound mystery. Scriptures are, are, are a mystery. He was appointed to be an heir. And the, and the most amazing thing is through this, through Jesus, the creator, He created the world. He created this beauty of this world. And He reflected, as He grew up, He reflected the glory of God. That He, be, he bore the very nature of God. He upholds the universe today. The universe is uphold, upheld by the Word of God. The universe is upheld by the power of His Word. What excites you today? What great thing in the world excites you? Where would you like to go? What's on your bucket list of places to go? Think Monica is going to Greece next, next year. Maybe it's to the Northern Lights or the Great Barrier Reef or the, the wonders of the world or maybe it's to the Drakensberg. We, we have such beauty on our doorstep. Or maybe to Kruger National Park. What we need to know is all that was created by Jesus. Created by Jesus. When the Lord said, 
He said the, he said the word. And as, as he said the word, it, it happened. So we need to know that, who would you like to meet today? If you could just meet somebody, who would you like to meet? And you think of famous people, rock stars or sportsmen or great artists or concert pianists, and you think, I'd really love to meet that person. In comparison to Jesus, that person is, is very little. is very small and very insignificant. He is 10 million times greater in every respect, except he never sinned. And so Jesus was called to be great. Thirdly, he was called to be the Son of the Most High. He was called to be the Son of God. Jesus is uniquely God's Son. The divine word and image of God, begotten from all eternity. The Son of God. Fourthly, he will sit on David's throne. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. He sits on a throne. Where is Jesus now? He's seated in heavenly places. On the throne with God. That's forever and ever. Fifthly, it says his kingdom will never end. It will never come to end. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. Jesus is reigning today. Today here in this place. December the 25th, 9.35. He is reigning and ruling in your life and my life. Do you believe that? Jesus, Savior, Son of God, King of the world, is governing us as realistically as Putin, as Cameron, as Zuma. If Gabriel Gabriel has spoken the truth, that his kingdom will never end. The issue you and I face today, in 2015 and going into 2016, is no matter where you live on this planet, The issue is, will you bow before the kingship of Jesus and obey the rule of his kingdom? So this favor, this great favored one, this Mary, this favored woman of, in the scripture, blessed amongst all women, it says, what does this favor look like? When when I think of favor... And probably we think of favor. Now, if we're really spiritual, then we'll probably think of the shalom of God, the, the peace of God. And we'll think of how the Hebrews actually understood the shalom. When it, it was not just an absence of war, it was abundance in our, in our, of crops. It was our fridges are full. It's, uh, we, we, we're doing well. Our families are prospering. Our families are doing well. That's what we think. We're driving fancy cars. We live in big, beautiful houses. That's what we think of favor. And yes, that is the favor of God. But if you have a look at what, what Mary was called to, 
It was never going to be an easy road for her. It came at a huge cost to her. Her mind must have been racing as she heard the, the angel Gabriel talking to her. Because she was betrothed to Joseph. To be pregnant out of wedlock would have been a mighty scandal in those days. In fact, she could have been stoned for that. If Joseph had pressed the issues. But the angel came and spoke to Joseph and said, it's okay. I'm in this. The neighbors would have gossiped. You know, she'd been away with uh, Elizabeth. She'd been visiting Elizabeth. And they would have said, oh, we know what you've been up to. You must remember in the culture of, of the day, a woman's status came from her husband and her ability to rear children. And so this would have been a devastating thing for, for Mary. She, wouldn't, she wasn't at that stage certain that Joseph would go along with it. So God's favor and grace can be tough. Let's have a look at the, at the life of Jesus through the eyes of Mary. So she has this encounter with the angel. She's pregnant and nearly full term. And she has to go to Bethlehem for a census. God's into all the little details. Because the scriptures said that he would be born in Bethlehem. And they had to make a order, he had to organize a census. Because otherwise she would have been born in, in Nazareth. So God is sovereign. God is in control. God's uh, maneuvering things in your life and my life to bring us to a good place, to a, to a place of, of, of blessing, of favor. Even when it's tough, even when it's hard. And sometimes it is tough and hard. And so she would have taken this, 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 uh, this road to, to Bethlehem and it would have been a tough thing being pregnant, she wasn't driving in a nice 4x4 four four with air conditioner and DVDs in the back seats and all that kind of stuff. It was on a donkey, it would have been hard, it would have been hot, it would have been hot, sweaty. Tough, tough journey. And then she was born. And then he was born. He was born in a manger. Not the Ritz, not a fancy hotel. Not in the palace, in a manger. With donkeys and chickens and sheep around. And, but messy. This is the king of, king of creator. This is the person who created the heavens and the universe. Who, who, who created them. Is born in a stable. Such humble beginnings. Think of Mary looking at, at Jesus' life, his, his, his ministry. Even, even before that, if we go back to him as a child, he was illegitimate. He would have been mocked. You're just a bastard. That's what the, the, the people would have said to him. You're illegitimate. Imagine the, the, the playground. Jesus playing with friends and people would have uh, told the children, no, he, he's illegitimate. And children can be very cool, cruel. Maybe he was mocked. 
as being illegitimate. And then during his ministry, I mean, he started his ministry and he preached the gospel with power, with, with uh, people were healed, lives were changed. And yet even in the ministry, they wanted to kill him. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the, the religious leaders of the day wanted to kill him. They tried to push him over a cliff at one stage. Imagine as a mom, seeing how... Your son has been treated. Then imagine the whole crucifixion scene. I want us as moms and dads to think of that. Imagine what Mary must have gone through as her son was whipped and beaten, as the, the nails went into his flesh and they hung him up on a cross to die. Imagine the pain and the anguish of that. Imagine, imagine Mary just thinking back to that time where the angel came and wondering, well, what's happened now? It seems to have all gone wrong. He's died. Imagine that. The favor and grace of God can sometimes be costly and painful. Let's look at Mary's response to the situation. The first thing, she, she was troubled. She was troubled at the saying. Try to discern, what sort of greeting might this be? What sort of greeting? You're favored. What's this all about? And the, and the angel reassures her, don't be afraid. You and I, sometimes we look at 2016 and we might be afraid. And the word of the Lord to us today is, don't be afraid. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is your Lord. Jesus is your King. He's got 2016 covered for you. And then she asks the question, Mary asks the question, how will this be since I am a virgin? And the... Gabriel tells her what's going to happen that the Holy Spirit would come upon her. It's not a problem to ask questions when you have a few doubts and you're not sure. Ask the Lord. Say, what's this all about? What's the situation that we're going through? But I think the, the final verses of that, of that reading that I did are the, read, are the verses which like, are just completely amazing. Realizing what we've talked about, that the pain or that she was going to have to go through, and some of it she might not have been aware of, but there would have been a lot that she would have been aware of. What does she do? She submits to the Word of God. She says, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be according to your Word. I think we've all been deeply moved by Mary's faith. Not only did she accept this divine assignment, she did it willingly and with thanksgiving and praise. We go to a few verses forward. Uh, that's what she did. She, she says in verse, I think verse 46, My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in, in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of, this, of his servant. 
And He gives thanks and her soul glorifies. Mary declared the goodness and the faithfulness of God. She did not accept her call begrudgingly, but she accepted it with passion and humility. She considered that to obey the call of God was an honor and a burden. And so in closing, I just want to ask the question of you today. Are you and I going to respond to the call of God, to the word of the Lord, in our lives, as Mary did? Are we going to respond in faith and say, let it be according to your word. We are your servants. That's all we are. We are, we are servants of God. We, yes, we are children of God, but we are also servants. Can you say today, let the Holy Spirit do with me as He pleases? Today and tomorrow and each day in, the, in, the, in, the, in, this, in this year, as you hear the word of the Lord, are you going to give yourself to the word and are you going to be obedient to the word and let the word form us and become more like Jesus? Let's live and speak so that men and women in the highway area and in England and wherever you wherever you're from today, that they might know that Jesus is a great Savior, the Son of the Most High, and the never-ending King of Kings. And as we are full of the Holy Spirit, and we're full of Him, then that's what we will bring. So let's celebrate today. Let's sing the last couple of closing songs and celebrate this birth of Jesus. We celebrate Mary and her response to the angel. May my response be like Mary's.